they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but I, I have proven it wrong, because this old dog uh, learned something new this week. Um, first of all, a commercial, I uh, came across yesterday a new website, and I thought it was kind of interesting, so I want to mention it to you. Uh, just from the first look at it, it looks pretty good. It's, it's basically uh, from a layperson or persons, and uh, the name of it is fromtheabbey.com. Fromtheabbey.com. It has a whole bunch of articles and things on uh, religious life and spirituality. It's meant to provoke conversation. They have classes and lessons on it. It looks pretty good. But uh, I, I went looking because I, I heard, I mean, I know the evergreen wreath, it's in the blessing. I know the four candles for the four weeks, and even the pink one for Gaudete Sunday uh, last week. But I didn't know that there was a theme for each of the candles. Do you know what the candles represent, anybody? Faith, hope, joy, and peace. But not in that order. Uh, joy is the last week today, even though we celebrate Gaudete Sunday with the pink candle. And uh, the themes are coming out of the scriptures. And today we get a real taste of joy in these scriptures. Um, I uh, kind of forgot this, but I went back and looked at what I put on the Facebook page. I downloaded it today. And the word that stood out for me uh, when I wrote that was rootedness. There's a rootedness that is in these scriptures today. And they're all wrapped around some really joyful uh, themes of, of salvation coming and and, Lord, uh, make us turn to you and see your face. We'll, we'll be saved if we look you in the face. Th there's a, a connection that's being made in all of these scriptures that we're supposed to let into our life to prepare us for Christmas, but also to prepare us even this moment for the coming of the Lord into our lives, even at this Eucharist. Now, right before Mass, I had a very alarmed parishioner right over here who said, where are our Christmas trees? How come we don't have the Christmas trees? And I said, well, because it's still Advent. I said it would be like putting up Christmas trees on the Sunday, this fourth Sunday of Advent, it would be like singing He is Risen on Good Friday. And now I was alarmed, lightly. When I was a young priest, I was very alarmed. But I was alarmed at the last Mass because they sang a Christmas carol. So I hope I'm warning you guys over there. It's not Christmas yet. To sing Silent Night today, I mean, we hear it on the radio and on television, everywhere we hear the Christmas carols, wonderful. But liturgically, we don't do what the whole world does. We celebrate the coming. We celebrate that we're waiting still. And, and we're, we're supposed to get in this kind of attention. Uh, he's not here yet. He's, when is he coming? When is he coming? And, and it's all drama, of course, but, but as we said every week, we, we're looking back to the birthday of Christ over 2,000 years ago. We're looking to his coming at the, at the end of time, and, and we'll do that by building up to the celebrating of the manger scene. But all of that should evoke in us even more a desire to meet the Lord right now, and every day for that matter, multiple times a day. But the Scriptures today highlight the joy, the joy of God's promises. 
the rootedness of promising eons before Jesus came that a Messiah would be coming who would bring salvation. We could look at the face of God and, and feel that salvation. The joy in that second reading of focusing on the one who would die on the cross, who offered himself, because it is through him and through that cross that we come to the salvation of resurrection and the life of the eternal. That's joy-filled. But then we get this dramatic gospel scene. And, and of course, our Hail Mary comes from this scene a little earlier when Mary, Mary comes in the house. Uh, Elizabeth says, Hello, Mary, a Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Um, and then she says, but who am I that, that my Lord should come here under my roof? But then the drama really hits the wall. Filled with the Spirit, she says this, the moment your greeting touched my ear, my baby John leapt for joy because he recognized your baby Jesus in your womb. Now, of course, this can't be literally true, but Luke is a master storyteller because how can a baby in someone's womb recognize a baby in another womb? They, they don't even recognize anything. They're, they're just a baby in the womb. But Luke creates a recognition story, and the two babies are meeting, and the baby who is going to foretell the birth of this baby is rejoicing because salvation is near. And this baby is responding with recognition, knowledge. Why does Luke tell a story like this? I believe it is for you and me, the reader. If we are able to enter the story so innocently, even naively, and say, John is recognizing Jesus, and, and Elizabeth, the mother of John, is overjoyed and, and passes that joy to Mary who receives it, and we don't hear her response, but if we went on, on this passage, the following verses, she would utter the words of the Magnificat. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. I find joy in God my Savior. It's not because of anything I've done, but because what he has done in me, says Mary. So we are given this story of like intense joy because this week, Believe you me, this week is going to be busy. It's going to be busy. And uh, poor ladies are going to have to be cooking and preparing food. And there's still, if you haven't gotten the tree yet, let's put that up. Uh, get ready for Christmas Eve. The kids are going to drive you nuts wanting to open up at least one gift now, Mom. And, and they're still buying and wrapping. And it's crazy. It's crazy. The traffic you can imagine this week. If you're going somewhere at LAX, take a Darvon or something, some pill. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. This week is intense. But liturgically, holding that tension, the church says, don't you realize the joy that's coming? Don't you feel it already? Are you ready to let that joy in fully? We are about to celebrate the birth of our Savior the birth of our Savior. So today, as we come here for this fourth Sunday of Advent, we welcomed the final lighting of the candle. Let a little more light in. 
Now, I know uh, we don't have a wreath like this, but in recent years, since I was ordained, I think, uh, it wasn't before, but I think we have a spot for it. We certainly do. In uh, recent years, when they made the wreath, the idea was to put a white candle here, and that represents Christ, the light has come to be lit on Christmas Day. That's what we are celebrating, the joy of that moment to come. And it's coming. And it's coming. The only question of great worth is this. Will we be ready? Will we be ready to let that light in? Are we anticipating it with such joy this day, especially with these scriptures, that it will be unmistakable? Christ our Savior is born. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Can I hear another hallelujah? <laughs> there it is.